0: Soundwave, wave. it's thermal sound waves, a natural alternative to hey. fast food radio. We here see truth. Kev Lawrence, that's what it is. Yeah. We got a guest who's joining us right now on the program, and uh, he goes by the name of Long Beach Los, at least that's what we call him. <laughs> <laughs> but his his name is Carlos Perot. Perot, you know what I mean? He's a business executive, he does a lot on the scene as far as marketing goes and promotions and stuff like that, and it has a long history in the worlds of automotive fashion music entertainment i mean you know his his resume is real real long like if we were to sit here and go through it all like we would need at least about three four weeks of shows (laughs) you know just do that (laughs) but we're not gonna do that we're gonna touch upon some highlights and whatnot as we talk to los right here on the program what's going on with you how are you sir
1: what's up man how are you guys
0: we are good. We are great. Don't definitely, great definitely man. excited to have you on the program. Yes, indeed. I appreciate it. Yes, yes,
2: indeed. <laughs> long Beach, Los. Yes, sir. Call you. It's a long. Beach
1: Trust me, it, it, it always comes back to Long Beach, Los, Los One Hundred, LBC, all that.
0: No doubt. But no I'm not doubt. mad
1: at it. I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll run with it.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. So tell everybody about what it was like growing up in the LBC
1: oh wow uh that's a loaded question it, it was interesting for me uh for several reasons because i grew up you know we moved out here from england originally to chicago and from chicago we moved out here uh to long beach specifically in the early 80s so wow. you know now which part of chicago was, did, did
2: you go to first
1: well, you know, Cabrini Green projects and all that good stuff. Ooh, you know, isn't that by uh, 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 it uh, was <laughs> okay? It was uh, Mayfield Way. Yeah, it was. It was the real deal, right? Wow. So, uh you know, and I so, and candy, I'm so
2: Candyman was made in your uh, in your building or your
1: project. Yeah, the movie Candyman. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I was mixed, or I was, I am mixed, right? So I'm mixed, black and white. So uh I say that to say. You know, I got along with everybody, but when we initially moved to Long Beach, you know, being young, I had an older brother. uh You know, he's—I don't even know what is—he six years older than me. um You know, I'm following in his footsteps. I'm, I'm hanging out at Kings Park, ironing blue bandanas. Ooh. You know, not even realizing what what path, you know, was laying ahead of me. Well, that is uh, Blue luck. City. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Trust me. Like, to this day, blue you know, and, and and I'm not saying I was in the thick of it, but it's still hard for me to put on some red shoes and a red hat. It just, I just can't do it. So, <laughs> so if you're it, not it is in crazy. that
2: organization, organizational lifestyle, huh? you're wearing
1: blue. It's blue city. Yeah, it, it's 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 no option. Blue city is what that is. So, <laughs> especially in you know at that time. So, for me, like I said, at the you know moving out here, you know at the third grade. Hanging out, going down a path that uh, luckily I was redirected on. Um, It was interesting, man. I mean, you know, luckily my mother was able to get us to the other side of town where there wasn't so much pressure. You wouldn't be pressed so hard, you know? I mean, my mom, she, you know, she raised five, you know, being white, raising five black kids um, and doing it. All on her own, she was able to get us out of the hood. Um, but uh, you know, with that being said, you just inherently sort of have that outlook as a young man. You and know, I have
2: to say big shout to Long Beach, California, because despite what people may hear, Long Beach is beautiful. And oh, thank especially you, Signal saying Signal Hill. I think that's like the highest point. Over there, Signal yep. Hill. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Signal Hill. Big shout out to Shamir. She put me on to going down, up and down Long Beach on Pacific and all that. And I was like, "Wow, this is actually beautiful." And oh man, we
1: have. Yeah, I mean, not to cut you off, but people don't realize how big Long Beach is. I mean, I think the population is uh, around six hundred thousand. You got people with multi-million-dollar homes, you know, with huge boats parked behind them with canals and you can go water skiing and wakeboarding you know what i mean you can from where i'm at you can be in the mountains and go snowboarding and skiing and whatnot in an hour and a half or two so you know there was no there you know for me i've been around the world man i've been lucky enough to be in the position that i was able to travel to the middle east to china i've gone to japan every year for the last i couldn't say eight years or so uh, first time going in 94 You know, I go back to England I've been all over the world, man And let me tell you something I love coming back to Long Beach Because it's so diverse You have, you know, so many different cultures It's just it's just a vibe that you don't really feel anywhere else I mean, you know, I worked in LA for years And everybody was like, yo, why don't you move up to LA And blah, blah, blah I'm like, bro, like, I like, I I like where I'm at I know my surroundings I'm familiar with it There's a community vibe going on if I have you know prior to me having kids if I have kids I know what's up you know what I mean it just for me it felt safe as much as everybody hears how crazy it is but you know things things have changed obviously everywhere has its pockets of yeah of uh you know drama but uh you know Long Beach is is a big city man no question no question absolutely
0: We we're, we're talking to Carlos Perot right now on the program, uh, marketing extraordinaire, aka Long Beach, <laughs> Los, with us on the program, <laughs> um, and and you you mentioned the whole thing about moving, you know, why don't we move to LA and all that, and you come from Long Beach, you're like, nah, I rather stay out here. Like I would feel the same way if I if I was from San Diego.
2: Diego's beautiful
0: because it's the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you go out so there, modern. you're like. Okay this is like Some other stuff Out here like Hey I don't need to go to LA Like I could just stay out Driving
2: here. to Dago <laughs> San Diego Seeing the landscape is already It's already it, enough Yeah so
0: So I, I get what you're saying When you talk about that
2: Now Let's talk about
0: uh, Some of the things you've done And you mentioned This story to me When we was hanging out In Oklahoma City The whole Dada um, Fashion uh, Company And fashion brand That's nice, That you were working with Um, you know, when they were like the thing and they were like, really like, like stomping on people out here. Like, like talk about that, that whole movement with with Dada Supreme and for those who don't know about that.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, well, actually the brand is Dada started Dada Damani Dada started on uh, the East coast with the cats, uh, Dennis Chang and Dwayne Chang and Michael Cherry, which Michael Cherry, I'm just gonna do a quick little shameless plug for Michael Cherry, still doing Michael Cherry designs out in New York. Um, it started with those cats and they had really got the brand bubbling on the streets. And so I got involved because my one of my closest friends, he was a designer that came from Cross Colors. Um, oh, wow. He, yeah, he, which is Lance Simpson. Yes. And so, He and his girl uh, had gotten the rights to do the footwear and the athletic wear for uh, Dada, Domani Dada, which we call Dada Supreme. So with that, we started an athletic footwear company that was legitimately athletic footwear. It wasn't, you know, just throwing a logo on some what they call open stock or open mold shoes that anybody could buy a couple hundred pairs of and put their name on. We we actually hired, like, an ill cat from Nike's cleat division, the ran Nike's cleat uh, division. Uh, his name was Nathan Crary. Ill. Like, we had technology in the footwear. We had, uh, you know, top quality. Only thing we didn't have was the Nike budget. <laughs> so with that, my, my guy Lance had hit me up. I was originally looking to go into the music industry i'd actually um started interning at uh island records which at that time um had just gotten um purchased by polygram right and my uncle i was going into the i wanted to go into the uh publishing side of things and so my uncle was actually a big dog in the in the publishing side and he had been at Island Records. He'd worked with everybody from Bob Marley to the Rolling Stones, blah, blah, blah. So at an early age, I was already hanging out with him, going to the clubs. I was like 16, hanging out with, you know, Madonna's people and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It was like on some whole next level stuff. <laughs> so I'm, I'm dipping. In, right. <laughs> and that's the funny part, because I'm dipping out from Long Beach. I'm a waiter, you know, but... You know, in the morning I'm slanging eggs, but at nighttime I'm hanging out at the hottest L.A. parties, you know, kicking it with crazy people. Um, and so from there, when Lance and Lavetta had gotten the rights to do it, my guy Lance was like, yo, we need to get on all the radio stations. We don't have a budget. You know what I mean? We're about to ship Foot Locker for the first time. You know, it's, it's, it's about to blow. Can you help us out or whatever? So it started out with me just using relationships that I had on a part-time basis, just kind of plugging the brand and doing what you would call it this, you know, these days, uh, you know, cause back then cats weren't doing it, but you know, straight up guerrilla street team marketing. So it had started out with me doing that. And from there it just evolved. So, you know, I was pulling things off where, you know, we basically are taking over the radio station cause my boys were, were DJs. So I'd go up there on a Saturday when, you know, the, the account executives weren't in their offices. The guys that sell all the ass space. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's like, it's Dada hour. We're giving away a free pair of shoes. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, they hated those me, the everybody. Those oh, you remember days. those days. Yeah, it was, a, it was a whole nother ball game, man. So, you know, that, that whole sort of 10 years is like a blur to me because it was for me seven days a week. I was working during the day. You know at, at Dada, and from then on, it was like you know, I had to be out making the connections. The <laughs> funny thing is, I used to post up at Roscoe's, which is a famous which chicken one? and waffle which, spot, which location the, the, the one off of uh Gower.
0: Oh, okay,
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the Hollywood yeah, one, that's, that's
0: the one where the everybody goes through that one,
1: exactly. Because you that's that's next to all the movie studios yeah, and the record labels off yeah. of Sunset. Yeah. Right? So I'll never forget, I was chilling. I used to post up there, and I would just roll up on people. I'd be like, yo, that looks like so-and-so. I'd go up to the table like, hey, man, you know, if you need something, hit me up. I remember one time LL Cool J rolled up in a 7 Series Beamer. I was like, oh, damn. It was cool, man. I got to I got to meet, you know, people that I admired as far as artists, uh, you know, and uh, end up working with them and, and building relationships with them. So, You know, that's how it started was my guy reached out to me and they didn't have the budget. And I started, you know, just by my network that I didn't even realize the value of it, started plugging the brand. And from there on, it turned into a full time job. And 10 years later, you know, we went to zero to about 48 million. I think it was uh, when I had left. We had 12 uh, NBA players signed to us. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Weber. We had Corey, uh, Corey McGetty. Uh, we had Cayman, Vladi. We had all kinds of people. So Nike was looking at us like, "Who the hell are these guys?"
2: <laughs> now, you let know, us, let's they go back it. a little bit. Let's right. go back a little bit.
1: What's the difference huh? between Dada and Dada Supreme? Well, it's not. It, it wasn't so much that there was a difference. It was a way for us legally to differentiate. But really, we were all as one big family. Okay. So you had Damani Dada, that was like the nightclub gear. That was jean remember the jean suits, <laughs> the the mm-hmm. uh, you know the button ups and all that kind of stuff and then we stuck to the velour sweatsuits and the, you know all the athletic gear that would go into the athletic retailers like the finish lines and the footlockers and all that and Damani Dada was going into, you know, the all the apparel spots. Right, right. Absolutely. You know, the nightclub uh, type stuff. So and it was interesting because it was at that time when you had Cross Colors and Carl Kanai, you know, it was it was sort of when Rock Aware started coming out and everything. We were we were doing it. So you kind of had this transition from the Carl Kanais of the world and, and, and the Cross Colors into what we were doing, which really started tapping into the whole music industry. You know, I think we probably pushed that envelope more than anybody. I mean, I know we did, uh, you know, because when we came out with our first basketball shoe. They were looking at us like, you know, Foot Locker in particular, like, why are we going to bas- buy a basketball shoe? Like, we don't have no basketball players, right? We don't have that budget to go buy one or to go, you know, sign one. So we were like, oh, snap. All right. Well, we don't need one. We're going to flip it. So we signed Snoop to a, a, a year deal. <laughs> and we did in, we did a private concert with Snoop where it was dope, where, you know, you could win tickets to this private location we charted buses, had the buses pick them up from a, a secret location. Basically, we had them all brought right to our office parking lot. We had a huge concert with the Dog Pound, the whole crew, you know. Wow,
0: It's, it's so. Thermal Sound Waves. We're talking to Carlos Perot right now, a.k.a. Hey. Long Beach Lowe's with us on the program. Thermal Sound Waves, to see truth from and Kevin Lawrence. And, and, and one more thing before we move on to what you're doing now. Um back in those days when like a lot of networks were starting and, and using black shows to build their networks like the WB. a lot yeah the wb upn fox right. and all those stations um where you had shows like martin and girlfriends and, and living single and all those type oh, yeah. of shows companies like yours you would see the, the the gear on these shows
1: yeah they wouldn't block it out because they didn't and even for them, they didn't realize the value of, of what is now called product placement, which, yeah. you know, people want you to cut checks for. My skill was I was always able to somehow build relationships to where they weren't even asking me for checks because the way I sold it was you can't pay for cool. You can't, <laughs> you know, say you can't do what we do. You can't pay time. for cool. I would say you can't pay for cool. You can't pay for that cool factor that we bring to the table. We bring authenticity. If you look at Training Day, you see what, what uh call is wearing. He's wearing one of our Damani Dada jean suits. Um, you know, there's that Washington. Danzel Washington. Uh, I mean, there's so many, you know, I, I got product placement in a Marvel movie. I got to meet Stan Lee. Which, I mean, I got really? product. Which movie was that? Yeah. Well, it was the biggest one, but it was Daredevil. But it was so blatant. If you watch, if you watch the movie, wow. it's the scene where, Where Ben Affleck and uh, what's his name? I'm blanking out on my guy's name, but they're in their office and they're going back and forth talking about how, you know, the one guy's talking about how he needs to get paid and Ben Affleck is doing it for the good of the community, right? So right over the guy's shoulder is probably a stack of six Dada boxes, shoe boxes, (laughs) and they're black and white. So it's so obvious it's overpowering. Right. <laughs> right? So they actually blurred it out. You still see a Dada box, but shoot, that would have cost thousands of dollars. I made right. them I made them 20 pairs of custom shoes. And that was it. Nice. You know what I mean? No question. And the no thing was on. it was funny to me because I used to go like when you would go to a movie set, everybody's trying to get at the act. I learned early on and anyone can take this as a piece of advice, they're not the ones that set up the shots. They're not the ones that dress the talent so i would always seek out and take care of the stylists mm-hmm. and the set directors because the set directors knew where the camera was going to shoot and what was going to be exactly in that camera frame so i got product placement in uh what's that um, uh, man uh hey dude where's my car uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher, Flick You know, I mean, I'm getting us in all kinds of stuff, and it was just like, oh, they used to hate to see me coming. <laughs> because, <laughs> I remember, I remember that the, there was one cat that worked worked for Carl and I, and you know, I I was I, I was ruthless, man. I I was I shouldn't say ruthless. That's a bad bad choice of words. I would say relentless. relentless. I'd go into maybe they're they're doing a celebrity basketball game. Next thing you know, it's not even my game, but my street team is on the floor during halftime giving out shoes. And the DJ is like, We got Donna Supreme in the building. <laughs> Get to, They're you looking the like, yeah. understand that? Get to the
2: DJ. You take care of a DJ, you'll Bro. be surprised that DJ will shout you out, and everybody will listen to you. Because he's
1: Those, that, that's he or the,
2: the master ceremony.
1: Right. People don't realize, like, you got to take care of the people that make the world turn around. You know what I mean? Or make the world turn. So it's like, it is the DJs. It is the stylists. It's the it's the ones that don't get the shine. It's no different if you had a personal assistant. You ain't getting half the stuff done during the day without your assistant. So if you can tap into the assistant, which, case in point, Dr. Dre. I mean, I built a great relationship with Dre. But I would make him, uh, I shouldn't say I, uh, we would make him uh, velour sweatsuits. And he wouldn't wear anybody's brand man, he probably rocked the same t-shirt in two or three different videos. I couldn't even call it, name him. I draw a blank on all that. Like I said, it was such a blur, but right, I right. got it to the point where Dre is like, man, when are you guys going to cut me a check? <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at him like, mm. <laughs> but he rolled with me. You know what I mean? He was right, cool. I mean, right. that's, I did, I, I mean, the whole Ice Cube, I did the N, when NWA was doing a little reunion. I did like NWA stuff. I mean, we you know, it was cool. We had everybody coming through the office. We had DMX come through. Uh, we tried to sign Kobe. We almost had Paul Pierce. You know, we, we were able to do a lot of stuff, man. It was it was interesting. Yeah. Good yeah. time.
0: Great, great. Absolutely. We're talking to Carlos Perot, a.k.a. Long Beach Lowe's with us on the yeah. show. It's Thermal SignWave, Heat truth and Kev Lawrence. Now, tell us uh, what you're doing now with the company that you started and, and also with Lexani, the uh, premier luxury wheel brand.
1: Well, from Dada, I ended up starting my own footwear company because um, you know, I just Size 12. Evolved size, lower, lower, lower time out, time out. size 12. Size 12 over here. 12. <laughs> <And> size 12. <laughs> well, no, let me let me let me let me finish that. I I shut that down because what I did was I licensed a brand. I licensed uh I don't know if you guys are familiar with West Coast Choppers. The dude that had the uh, yeah, yeah, the mustache, yeah, yeah.
2: father and yeah, son, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yes, exactly. So yeah. he was he. I saw I I stood him, huh? Did it for Orange County, right? He no longer is. Not he was in Long Beach as well. He's a Long Beach cat. Oh really? So oh, right,
2: connection.
1: yeah. There was a show called Orange County Choppers, which came after his. No, but I thought he, he was, was
2: from Orange County, but
1: I know no, 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 exactly no.
2: what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so he he originally uh, had gotten that Monster Garage show and I already knew that he was gonna blow. And I, I told him straight out, I was like, yo, you're about to be the male version of Martha Stewart. So when it's time, you have to let me make your footwear. And so he was like, Yeah, whatever, you know. So as his thing started blowing up and, and you know, we were going through some transitions at Dada, I just felt like the timers right. And so uh, the cat that owns the company that I'm at now, he had, he had wanted me to come to lunch with him like two years prior to this whole deal going down. I was like, yo, what's up? You you want to come over here and work with us? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, we're like a family. I'm good. Two years later, I was like, yo, you remember when you said if I ever want to start anything, you know, reach out to you. I'm reaching out to you. So, you know, from there, my guy invested uh, in the company for me. And I was able to, you know, kick off my own footwear company. And, uh, you know, I was shipping all different retailers. I was making all types of product, but it was just a difficult situation because I didn't own the name, so I couldn't do what I wanted to do and what I actually needed to do as a footwear company because footwear is not like making T-shirts. That's that's a it's a slow moving animal, but it's a huge animal. So it cost a lot of money if you're really doing it right. And if you're going to be at that level. So I ended up just, you know, telling Jesse James, like, yo, you can have it back. I'm done. I'm good. And then uh, there, there was an incident where my guy uh, that owns Lexani, Frank Hodges, he was actually with me at a, at a trade show when I had gotten into it with Jesse on the phone over some stuff that had, you know, wasn't anything that I caused or whatever. And he was just like, he saw an opportunity to be like, yo, you need to just shut it down and come over with us. You won't have any of those problems, right? So I called Jesse up and I was like, you know what, I'm done. Kick rocks, you know what I mean? And uh, lo and behold, here I am, probably what, 14 years later.
0: Mm, nice.
1: Now, is yeah, that, so that
0: Creative Alliance? Is that the name of the company?
1: No, the Creative Alliance, now Creative Alliance is a company that I started outside of running the marketing for, Lex, for the Lexani Wheel Corporation. Oh, okay. The Lexani Wheel Corporation, we make high-end aftermarket car conversions, as well as, you know, a lot of people probably know we do. We're a, we're a huge aftermarket wheel company uh, and also other accessories. But
2: when you say wheels, you all, mean like, like when you were rocking you know, like the, them, them things, the, the kind that do roll up at yeah, the, the, the drive
0: through like, let me exactly. get a double burger with cheese and let, let me oh, get you, oh, them you got <laughs> oh, you,
2: oh, you a baller, huh? You a baller. Let me get a burger with cheese. You, oh, okay. One of those. Okay. Double burger
0: with cheese. Double, double
2: burger with cheese. I thought we should be brothers. Yeah, I, I got you now you make those Kind of wheels okay
1: Yeah so we so So while I was doing that I would Still always have people You know asking me for advice or Asking me to connect them with So and so and can you help Me do this and I would always do it just Because you know I like helping People but it got to a point Where I was like you know what I know Mad Cast are getting paid for doing this so I need to monetize this so what I did was I created uh, a company called Creative Alliance where I put together licensing deals um, for both domestic and international opportunities for different brands, whether it be you know, an apparel brand, it could be an automotive brand, it could be an artist. So uh, that was just a company that sort of organically came about just because I was doing it anyway. You know what I mean? It's like people would be like, yo, can you put me in touch with Dre? Can you do this and that? And I'm like... But wait a minute, it took me like three weeks to sit on a video set. One day I sat on a video set, I think, for like 12 hours trying to get a Dre and uh, Ice Cube. And, you know, they came walking out the trailer for like two seconds as they passed me by. And I'm like, hey, yeah, it. In. And then the next day it was like, hey, yeah, yeah, it. And so they saw like, yo, this kid ain't going nowhere. Right. And it was like, what's up? You know what I mean? I'm like, I put that in. I even thought I did that Like I did that myself I would You know I was Like I said I was relentless So with that being said Creative Alliance uh, Agency It came about organically It was just like Yo if I'm gonna do these side deals If I'm gonna plug people with things You know I I think it's fair to You know Cut me in on something So Absolutely That's That's what that is You know
2: So you're doing wheels now So We just wanna let you know We do have vehicles so just send a couple (laughs) listen
1: send a couple of wheels this way okay man trust me you know if you only knew how crazy the industry is right now during coming off of this pandemic the wheel business and not just our brand just in general, the industry is crazy. I don't know where cats are getting this money from. I just hope people understand the tax man is coming for those checks. We just, if we you just didn't deserve. Them. We, we just spoke, spoke about, about that
0: earlier on the show. We actually just spoke P, about V. Like they coming. Like O P P P P P. Everybody's going right? back to work. That means everybody's going back to work. That means IRS and all these other agencies that look over and order stuff got workers in there doing their job. So they're coming for yeah. everything.
1: Yep, yep. So I hope I hope your paperwork is tight because I mean I know of people that they're like, oh, I gotta pay that ten thousand back now. <laughs> yes, you do, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> ain't yeah. nothing for free. Nothing. No, no. Nope, nothing. Trust. I, that that is one thing that I have learned, man. It took me a lot cuz I used to be impatient. I used to just go 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 I'm like why can't we get this contract done? Da, da, da. It's like, man, Things don't happen overnight, and nothing nothing good normally does, you know?
0: True. Absolutely. No question. No question. So how, how can people uh, get at you if they want you to set up, like, some licensing deals? Because you don't just do wheels. You do electronics, apparel, sportswear, toys, cosmetics, wow. restaurants, automotive industry. Like, all, you do licensing. Let's just say it like, yeah. like that. You do licensing. So how can people get yeah, at you? Yeah, so I would,
1: I would bring... I would bring a brand that, if it makes sense, to a licensee. So they would be the licensor, I would bring them to a licensee. And that could be, you know, one of these guys that's behind the scenes. It's no different than, like, you know, the, the puffies of the world. I mean, Puffy, let's be real. He's not in there, you know, every day banging out designs and picking out materials and going to sales meetings. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are the companies that do that for those types of brands. And so... If it's something that warrants that, you know, I I can get it in that door.
0: Right, right. So you is, know, is there a site for the company? Is like, is Instagram? Like, how can people reach out to you to to do this, to get your man? Services? You
1: can you can hit me direct at carlosp P at, Carlos at gmail You can hit me at Carlos Lexani. That's just Carlos spelled L E X A N I Lexani. Carlos Lexani. I mean, that's the direct way. I'm I'm you know. I'm that guy that you pretty much hit direct. I'm always out of the office. I'm always moving and shaking. Uh, you know, so those are the, the that yeah, is like a company card. We got you. We got you. <laughs> that, that's it. You know, don't Absolutely. bother calling the office because I'm not there. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so we let's be we want to make sure we are good right here. Long Beach, Long Beach Lowe's Carlos. We are friends now. Right. We're cool now. Right. We're cool. We're good. All right. So see true, that means we don't gotta worry about leaving a message at the office with we'll him directly. Nah, he's he's gen listen, me personally sitting
0: there and talking to him like one on one, he's a genuine dude. You could you just get that from the vibe, you know, just speaking with him for like about two, three, five minutes or what have you. Like you, you already know the vibe that he's a genuine dude. So, you know. I appreciate I, I, I that. could
2: definitely vouch for that. And other than First vouching, hand. other than vouching for that, you know, you are the unsung hero behind many things. So many people always see the the Ice Cubes, Dr. Dre's, uh, the, the 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 Wheel Company, but they don't know the people that make that get there, the, tra- yeah. the transition, yeah. the person that d- the connections. You are the unsung hero. So shout out to you, man, exactly. for doing
1: that. No, I. I- yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's funny that you that you actually said that. I had a cat just last week hit me up. He was a cameraman, this cat Kevin. He was one of those guys that was everywhere shooting and documenting everything from, you know, back in the day to now. And he hit me up out of the blue. I hadn't talked to him in years. He was like, yo, Carl's man, I just want to reach out to you. He was like, I really appreciate you. He was like, I'm going through this footage that BET, I think it's BET, was trying to license something from, or whatever, he's like, I'm looking through all my footage, he's like, you are everywhere, man. I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking about? He's like, man, I got you in the studio with DJ Quick, Ice Cube, and Exhibit. He, he was like, and I saw what you were doing. You were doing your product placement. It was smooth. <laughs> he was like, you got on camera? I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was good times. I mean, I've been in a, you know, I did the first tour t-shirts, and I'm not bragging, but it's just one of those things where if you gamble on people sometimes, Sometimes it could work out, Right. you know. Right. So I did the first uh, tour t-shirts for the Black Eyed Peas. I printed mm. up 2,000, wow. you know, cross promo t-shirts for them to go out on their first little tour. And I had seen them, you know, we we'd see each other around, whatever. We didn't like kick it tough like that after all these years. But um, through another guy that I that I worked with and, and kind of supported, he was at his 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 comedy show, and he was like, "Yo." comedy comedians joe coy i don't know if you know familiar with oh, joe, joe coy George. yeah
0: he's, he's huge he's huge
1: yeah he's yeah he's fire now right so i was at backstage at his and taboo from black eyed peace happened to be there and he's like he was like yo taboo do you see carlos do you remember carlos and taboo was like do i see Car-? He was like man he was the first one to do our t-shirts like that's how we paid for everything <laughs> wow. i was like damn that's dope and then joe just came out with a book and plug me in his book talking about how he learned his hustle from me. And Joe is like selling out stadiums, you know, doing 26,000 people, yes. 22,000 people at the forum. So it's uh, it's pretty cool to, to, you know, get some recognition here and there because yes. I was never I was never that guy to to hang out. I mean, I was always out, but I was out to politics. I never drank, I never smoked. I don't have anything against it. It was just never my thing so if you're like oh you get to hang out with snoop and you did that i'm like yeah but i'm not trying to be a fan i'm trying to like make things happen i'm not that guy you know right, what i mean right
0: absolutely so well, listen long beach lows man uh like i said we 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 can go into a whole nother <laughs> another segment we gonna have we're gonna have you back anyway because there's there's so many things that we could talk to you about. We're just scratching the
2: surface right now. Need so to look on look on these images online because it got to be a picture of him in front of VIP Records because you are you are representative <laughs> of Long Beach. You are Long Beach. He's said Domino, VIP records. There's Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and then it's you. Right, right, right. Everybody wow. You are definitely a, rep- a great representative Well listen
0: brother man uh, Thank you for taking time out to be on the program With us we definitely appreciate that And uh, you know you welcome back anytime Like Anything you're doing um, Just 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 hit us up man we'll, we'll definitely have you slide through and you know Get it out there
1: well I, well I definitely appreciate you guys man You guys keep doing what you're doing because It's a great platform you know for Tess To get exposed to You know so many different angle so many different things you know and yeah. get insight from so many different people Damn. so we we appreciate you no doubt
0: and when we in the lbc you know we're gonna slide through and, and
1: come see slide. You. slide oh that's that's a must that's a must cool <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right los man thanks a lot
1: all right gentlemen be all safe it's
0: right. thermal sound waves a natural alternative thermal sound wave wave